Welcome to the Pilsner Podcast, episode number 90. If we were a person, we'd have been dead 15 years ago. My name is Tim. That is short for Thames. I am joined here, as always, with Totes Wonderful and Adam Winnish. That's when you're supposed to go, My name is Totes! (laughs) Wonderful. Totes made his comeback on Instagram last night. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. Totes Wonderful commented on our latest post on Instagram. The show fucks. Right. That's how I read it. <laughs> right. And I'm, I laughed at your response more than I laughed when I initially did it. Like, I started laughing, and my wife's like, what do you, what's funny? And I'm like, or no, it was Colton. And I said, uh, I posted something on Instagram that wasn't very funny, but Tim found it funny, so now it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Totes did it. When when did Indeed come out with this beer? I don't know anything about this beverage. I mean, beer. is this is this something that... Uh, and right now you in, are talking about... Uh, the Indeed Mexican Honey... Imperial, Imperial lager. lager. I mean, is is this something that's made every year or I've year round? I've never or? seen it before. Seasonal. Okay. Um, it was. I was on their website today looking for beers to ask for, and it was in the seasonal category. Oh shit! It's got eleven thousand ratings. It must have been around for a while. Okay. It says it's a pale lager, but I don't buy that at all. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean. And I'm not saying that because it's a lager. I mean, I drink tons of lagers, and I think they're fine. Like, they're not my favorite that I'm going to seek out. But, I mean, we all grew up drinking nothing but. This has a funny taste to it that I just don't like. I don't dig at all. To me, it tastes like um, drinking beer in Mexico, like Tecate and Dos Equis and Corona. That's what I ta- it tastes like to me. It's just basic Mexican beer. But they slapped a craft, you know, sticker on it, and they charge way more. So all Mexican beer don't uh, just at has the resorts honey? that I was at. Okay, they all got this quality to it. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, but okay. I, to me, I think it's the honey that's throwing it off. Yeah, because I can taste the honey in it. And then to that, me, it's just, it's just not a that kind good of combo. Floral sweet. Kind of makes me want to throw up every time I drink it. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Um, Lagers have been here for years. One of our mutual friends rated it on Untapped in 2016. Oh, so it's been around. Okay, well, not this particular batch, but <laughs> that's when these cans <laughs> were made. That explains it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how long it's been around, but it's been around a while. Must be doing well for them. Can four ten nineteen. I went into our local establishment today and said, gave him a list with six beers on it. I said, here's what we need for at least the summer. And he goes, I told him where he could get it. And he goes, you got it. And he starts taking a picture. He goes, I'm going to send this to my guy right now. Wow, what a deal. I mean, that's quality. I mean, or that's uh, taking care of your customers. <laughs> Did anybody do a read on this? Nope. Uh, no. Hmm. This is Indeed's Mexican Honey Imperial Lager, but it's a product of the USA. Imperial Lager brewed with Mexican Orange Blossom Honey. 
Humming with a citrus floral fiesta for the senses, Mexican honey imperial lagers brewed with Mexican orange blossom honey and amarillo hops. Refreshing and dangerously smooth, this award-winning cerveza is all buzz, no bite. That's just a fucking joke. That is just a fucking joke. 8% alcohol, an IBU of 17. Um, huh. It's It makes me giggle when you say, when you read it, it's an imperial lager. Like, I don't know, just regular beer, like lagers that have, that are labeled imperial. Right. That's weird sounding to me. This might as well be called, like, Mexican honey ice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... I mean, I liked the one we did last week better than this one, the Grain Belt one, much better. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, too, uh, so, like, let's say we get a new group of listeners this week, and they tune in, and, oh, what are, they guys, what are these guys having? Oh, they're trying a five-year-old beer for the first time ever? Next. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's new to me. I think we should start just doing instead of doing the one lager a week. Let's just focus hey, on. Bit. Let's focus on an entire like style for an entire show. So next week, let's do all pilsners. We could do that. The following week, we'll do all Kolsch's. Ooh, we could get the Alaskan sampler pack, which I just got this weekend. The Alaskan pipeline. <laughs> I like the Alaskan pipeline. Uh, we could get the Alaskan sampler. It was actually it was a delight going through that thing this weekend. How many different four. type? Four? Yeah, okay. you got a four-banger in there. It's pretty good. There was okay. only one that I thought was just okay, and that was the Imperial. I'm like, that's good. Okay. And I don't, like, love the double. <laughs> no, I like mixing it up. I'm, let's stick with one lager a week for now and see how it goes. Yes. I said we are going to do all lagers, one lager a show or Pilsner for the summer. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, and you never know when I'm bringing Keystone to the party. Ah, <laughs> so I stopped in at uh, Shorewood Liquor today, and it was like damn near impossible to find a lager in there from a craft brew. Um, you know, obviously they had Bud Light and all that sort of stuff. I thought about getting something like just a PBR or something kind of off the wall that mm-hmm. you don't that see very commonly. Actually, I, I almost bought. Oh my god! This weekend, I just wanted a lot of beer cheap, so I'm like twelve pack or case of anything, and I I like looked at the Goose Island, but I'm like, nah. I go, what about PBR? I almost bought a case of PBR this weekend. <laughs> Pass blue ribbon. Yum. There's worse things out there. Colt forty five. Keystone Light. I think I drink the Keystone Light before I drink the. Colt 45, at least. This? I'd drink the Keystone before I drank this. I was going to say, I'd rather have a PBR than this, actually. We should do Shell's Deer brand next week. So, I read this article on uh, what, if you could only have one beer your entire life, what would it be? And they interviewed all these brewmasters from different breweries. And a lot of them were, like, light beers. There was no heavy beers. I think the heaviest was, like, an IPA. There was nothing off the wall crazy. Yeah, but I think if you're going with just one for the rest of your life, that's the safe play. True. You know, as opposed to, 
how much uh, you know hop smack can you drink in a you know how many green belt blues are you gonna drink in a sitting before you get sick of it? Right, zero, half, half one. <laughs> Did we try that one here? No. No. How many BLOs can a guy drink? I, that's that's uh. how we obtain beers like that, like the Natter Day, is I need to go to a family gathering and grab one out of the cooler and put it in my vehicle. Right. That's how I, we obtain, like, BLOs. And that's always a, a good, true comparison when you grab it out of someone's cooler and then throw it in your vehicle and let it get warm and then roll around in there for a day or two Ooh, before you remember yes. to bring it in the house. But does it really affect and back it in the fridge. that much? Eh, that Natter Day might have been a... Top-notch beverage had. What are you talking about? You rated it like a seven, oh, and I have that on file. That's right. <laughs> Would have been a ten. <laughs> hey, ask me what my only beer I would drink if I only had one. Yes, what would be your only beer? Don't know. I'd be getting into craft cider, so I get something else. <laughs> 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 I mean, I had some sociable cider couple weeks ago i'm like they got some good stuff going on up there there's more than you think like like the pineapple based ones those don't taste like cider at all like i know you guys are cory you at least you were saying you're like can't do ciders you and your wife were saying that these don't even come close to that like gut rot feeling or anything like that these sip like hazy ipas but they're just fruity they're pretty good yeah to me the ones that i've had taste sour and not like and i don't mean in i mean like in a sour milk sort of way like it's gone bad okay or from you know as opposed to sour isn't like a a sour beer um so this last weekend i was in an establishment and i had um strip club no yeah um i'm just not gonna name them anymore until they start paying me um (laughs) I'm going to quit promoting them. Um, but anyway, I had the one-man mosh pit followed up with uh, King Sue. Mm. You traveled almost two hours for beers you could get around here. You can get King Sue in town? Nah, no, around here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that is delicious. Okay, go on. What it was one of them things that, well, neither one of them I had had on tap before. True. So I thought, let's try them. But then somebody ordered a drink that looked like if you had like an like a pint glass pint glass like this mm-hmm. with say an inch of milk in the bottom and then you filled it up to the top with mm-hmm. actually no scratch that it looked like dishwater 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 kind of a white haze to it with just a little bit of foam on top. Okay. And I'm like, I asked the bartender, I'm like, what in the Sam hell was that? He's like, oh, that's a pear cider. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, He's like, you want to try it? Nope. <laughs> you know, and it just, it didn't even look appealing. But if he had told me that that was like the new hazy IPA from, <laughs> you know, X Brewery, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, bring, send that over. But got to tell my friends. Yep. <laughs> Cool. So, did you like your other beers? Oh, yeah. On tap. That King Sue is awesome. It was good. And yeah. then I had. Um, King Sue fucks. Yes. I tried a couple other ones, even though I, I tend to not do the samples, but 
I was having a good conversation with the bartender where he's just like here, like giving them to me. I'm not asking for them, so then I'm okay with it. I love that when they're into beer as much as you are. Yeah. Like you've had this. Here, try this one, and you secretly like. I've already had this one, but I'm gonna pretend like it's new. <laughs> like Surly Brute. Surly did that champagne brute. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you're not gonna believe this. Check this out. And I'd already had it like three times. I'm like, oh, pretty good. <laughs> so he don't had... don't listen to the show. <laughs> I did a sour, and then I told him about the one that I had from um from oh, Jesus. What's this pepper? I saw it, Adam. You kicked the dog. That was rude. Adam, the dog kicker. Yeah, no. right. Stomped on his paw. Anyway, I, I told him about the. Yeah. About the sour, the cocoa raspberry sour that I had at Brow Brothers. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, try this one." And now, for the life of me, I can't remember what it was, but it was a very similar. Uh, oh, it was the it was a new one from Surly. That was very similar. It was like a stout on the front end and sour on the back end. Um, Did you see that Lupulin is doing a raspberry truffle, they call it? It's a porter, and it's like, that makes me think of what you're talking about. It's hmm. it's a porter, but it's like all made with a ton of raspberries and stuff. Okay. That sounds good. We can get Lupulin in town shortly. Yeah. It's new. Yeah. They're just starting to distribute out further. It, I've been hearing. We just got it and available from our one of our distributors, so I asked for it. Awesome. I started with Hui because I've never had it, and then I said Hopsmack if they got it. <laughs> um, I the the Hui is. I've never had it. I've had it. It's. I've heard that's like they're the one that put them on the map, though. Like everybody seems to like it. It's at sure. every store that if they don't have a lot of Lupulin, they have Hui. It's kind of their mm-hmm. flagship. Yeah. 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 But so there's nothing sa- you go chasing after. I'm just saying that. I'll get it when it's here. Yeah. yeah. It's a good beer. I've I'm just saying it's it. not seen like it skipped it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you the, find it? I didn't. The establishment that I was at was uh showing the was doing their thirty days of Surly campaign. Yep. And but so I was surprised because there were they had a lot of them on tap already that were scheduled for like later in the month yet so it they had an overabundance of surly beers on tap then you must have been in heaven no because most of them i'd had <laughs> okay <clears throat> oh it was the uh b the barrel aged oat wine was one of them and then the Pentagram was the other one. Oh, the darkness? Or was it called Pentagram? Pentagram it was called. What is that? It was a Brett Dark Sour Ale. No kidding. Okay. okay. Yep. What makes a stout a Russian Imperial Stout? What mi- What's the Russian part? Because that's what darkness is, right? Yeah. Big Russian stirred it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Igor. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov, the 80s wrestler, is Ooh, the yes. one in there yes. stirring it. Swimming like, in it. With like an oar. Swimming in it. No, he's swimming. 
No, and then he sinks down like on how Landfill died on Beer Fest. You <laughs> 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 try, try to drink your way out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? I saw online. Is that the first time the movie Beer Fest has come up in 90 episodes? Probably. Oh, I think man. so. <laughs> we are doing well, it had it to have come up when we interviewed Stolhansky. Oh, yeah. Episode 30 or 31, folks. Check it out. Yep, go back and find that. It's when we peaked. <laughs> so I saw this. There's this festival True. online that has this contraption for chugging beer, and it goes around your neck. And it has a tight seal around your neck. And then it's like a bucket that comes up and around your head. It's probably like a one and a half to two gallon bucket. And they basically dump this thing full of beer. You put goggles on and they dump this thing full of beer. So your head is submerged inside this pail of beer. And then you got to chug, drink your way out of it, you know, chug it down. Oh, in. Yeah. What what beer would you pick? The what what's the beer you could drink the fastest without like I need a you know I can't chug this. So beer. you're drinking your hair. That's yeah. I mean <laughs> earwax floating around in there. Dude, I mean who cares at that? You're, I would. You have a sticky head afterwards. You know what you're getting into. That would be the situation where I would definitely go for the light beer. I'd go Coors Light or Keystone. Oh no, I think. For me, I would honestly, I would do a fruity craft beer. <laughs> um, like, God, what have we had on this show? Probably something from Untitled Art, like their raspberry stuff. I, I could suck that down, like one of those 4% Berliner Weisses or whatever. There's some sours from Barrel Theory that are pretty damn good that I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, I don't know. My Part of my theory is if I... Don't make it and have to dump. I well, don't want to waste the good beer. <laughs> uh, I'll say it's all free. Clarity of Purpose, that one is that's getting further and further away from me. I think I liked it more than I did. I think they'll ever come back out with that. I can't believe Fair State collabed with them. Sure, with true, true. That, yeah. I did not see that coming of all things, and I don't know why. There's no reason for them not to. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Those two seem like very different independent companies to me. Um. I've noticed on a little bit online that there seems to be a bitterness between the Broken Clock Co-op. Remember okay. we did like their yep. Blood Orange. There's that Sam or that Revolution. Yeah, oh, Red yeah, Hills. yeah. Okay. Red Co- we had it in our fridge for a long time. And it, it it might be a it might be one-sided. It might be more on the Broken Clock side. Uh, but a rift between them and Fair State. Really? Yeah. Um, the two co-ops going at it. Yeah, and it's more of a <laughs> broken... Harvest Land Meadowland. <laughs> well, Broken <laughs> Clock claimed that Fair State is not a true cooperative, so that they're oh. leading people oh. astray by claiming to be a co-op because all the members don't get a say in what goes on. They sell memberships, Yep. but they don't get... Members are saying what goes on, whereas Broken Clock, they say, does. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see if anything comes of that story. Andy would maybe... As a consumer, do I care? Not even a little bit. As a consumer, I would say that my experience has been that the Fair State product is better. Yeah. I mean, not mm -hmm. really a true fair comparison because we've had 30 beers from Fair State and three from... 
two from Broken Clock? Yeah, it was to the point where when I went to the brewery a week or two ago that I looked at the menu and just went, oh, shucks, there's only two that I haven't had. <laughs> You're a good drinker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. What do you rank this shitty beer, you guys? The Indeed Mexican Honey. I give it a two. So... As an overall beer compared to what I like and what I would normally drink, I would probably give it a 1.5, but as a lager, I would give it a 2.25. I'm going to go a 2 because when you said, what do you rate it, I sighed. (laughs) (laughs) That seems fair. I'll come on this podcast. And? And do what? I'm a child molester. That's not true. (laughs) Wow. And if they beat the Rams this week, I'll come on this podcast next week and give a full apology. Interesting. What are we drinking next? And I did give a full apology. You did? How about Indomitian Sue signing with the Buccaneers (laughs) today? (laughs) What? 17. Really? Episode 17. Mm, So 16, that was. Indomitian Sue signed with the Bucks? Yeah. Didn't the Bucks... Or no, the Niners just lost somebody. Uh, uh, Niners, their number one pick, Nick Bosa, injured his hamstring today during OTA. Really? Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers cut a defensive tackle yesterday. Butler cut him and then signed Indomitian Sioux today, obviously for probably a cheaper deal. Mm-hmm. So, would you have wanted Indomitian Sioux on the Vikings? Mm, I think he's way past his prime. He's all his name. It's his brand that's selling right now. Yeah. I mean, he didn't like really like step up and light it up for the Rams last year when he should have. But I think Or am I just am I, I I think you're right, but I think in the style of defense that Zimmer plays, where you could rotate them guys through and he's not yes. having to play every down and you're keeping somebody fresh in, I think he would have been an asset. The problem is that, you know, the Vikings basically, if they're going to sign anybody else, they have to be able to do it for $48. Right. And, you know, and last so I checked, not many NFL players are, are playing for that amount. Right. They've literally gotten, you know, I think they got like a million dollars in cap space right now. I thought it was like 600000 Is that? I don't know. I, I, heard, I heard a million the other day. I, I was listening to someone, and they were saying that we're like, for our next uh, the cap negotiation mm-hmm. or whatever, we're like playing it right because this next time the cap goes up, it's going to be ginormous, and everyone is going to be like way far behind and is going to have to really, really pay to because yeah. you gotta meet the minimum, right? Right of the cap space. There's a there's a floor, I guess you would call it. Yeah, yeah. So they were saying, just using that as an example, that, yes, everyone's saying, oh, we don't have any more cap space, but with the next cap bump, we're actually playing it right. Right. You must spend at least 89% of your cap. Got it. In 2018, it was $157.7 million. And I think the next negotiations next year? I believe so. Could very well be. But that kind of plays back into, I mean, I like that because, like we talked about with baseball a couple weeks ago, there is no, like, minimum, and they, you know, they have the, or the, 
profit sharing, so everyone gets a cut of the TV deals. Right. And these teams are not signing players and paying next to nothing for the rosters they have, and they don't have to win, but they're still going to make money. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just pick one I want to drink. That's what I'm here for. Let's do let's do the other one so we all get a full can. <laughs> what? That's what I'm here for. Damn right. Ecto. Oh, this is a Ghostbusters beer. You see what it was called? Ectogasm, yes. <laughs> oh, look at this goo just pouring in. Looks like Slimer's slime. I wish it had looked. I got Slimer over there. <laughs> I wish it had looked like the oh, wow green, like the green, like the high C. Oh yeah, like the ecto cooler. Ghostbusters is so good. It's my second favorite movie of all time. So, what are your thoughts on? They're talking about doing another one, but in the universe of the original. Yep. And and Bill Murray's on board. So what's your thoughts on that? Um, it'll probably work this time around. I don't know why the bat the the female one was as bad as it was. Um, they made Kate McKinnon. I just don't like her. There were some bad casting choices there, and I was very excited when they said there's going to be an all females Ghostbusters because I'm like, oh, why shouldn't there be? Whatever. But. Yeah, a reboot of the same one. I'm curious to see, like, who's got a kid or that starts, you know, like, where is that? And is, because Harold uh, Ramis is dead. Right. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm all for it. And Bill Murray is on board to play. You know, he's protect the brand. He he really likes the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah, well, he was involved in the all-female one, too. Yeah, barely. He had a cameo. Right. And... I mean, it all depends on how they how the storyline is. Let's just say, too, Ghostbusters 2 was a piece of shit. <clears throat> that movie sucked. I thought it was just fine. You liar. <laughs> I see your face over there. Nothing beats the original. No, the first one was so good, and yes. I'm such a fan. Um, I bet I've seen it legitimately 45 to 50 times. Oh, for sure. I mean, full run, put the disc in and all that. And then, yeah, it's one of those own multiple copies of movies for me. Yes. Um, yeah, that movie is damn near perfect. As far as comedy and all that right, stuff Right, goes. right, right, right. And just the fun lines. And, it's no Napoleon Dynamite, but... That movie gets better with age. <laughs> yeah. That movie really does, because when, it, when Napoleon Dynamite came out in high school, everybody was freaking out about it. And we couldn't see it around here. It wasn't in a theater near here, so we had to wait for the DVD. And when the DVD came out, everybody was watching it and thought it was the best thing ever. And I got it for my birthday, and I'm like, oh, I thought it was going to be way funnier. <laughs> like, I was expecting, like, a super bad, and I got mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. And as I get older and watch it over and over again, I'm like, yeah, this movie is friggin' great. And mm-hmm. the cartoon. As was- Totes would say. It fucks hard. Oh, my God. Well, he died in my fox. <laughs> Except he, that character does not. <laughs> nope. Uh, <clears throat> I'm interested in this beer. This bear? Beer. Bear. This bear. So, this reminds me of a certain other beer that you really, really like from Surly. Idiot. 
It does? Yeah. The extra citra? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I think it does. This reminds me of this. Fair State's Party Forward. Okay. I mean, I know it's got mosaic in it, but... You can have that crawler, by the way. <clears throat> we did Trazies on the New Galaris. Um, this reminds me of another beer, but I can't put my finger on which one. But what I was going to say is that... I threw you off. You're like, oh, what? Hazy is a big... You don't know shit. <laughs> True. You don't know shit, Adam. Hazy is a big word thrown out in the craft beer world now uh-huh. for IPAs. Uh-huh. Where do you think that started with you? Where did that start? As far as... Just hearing about it for the first time, Hazy IPA. For me, it was spirit foul. Yeah, probably. That was, and I'd never, I had no idea what Andy yeah. was talking about, and he was so like smooth with it. He had probably just learned the term a week before he came on the show. Right. I mean, he, he said, <laughs> he said, this is the New England style. They call it a hazy. It's brand new. This is one of the first ones from the Midwest breweries. It was so goddamn good yes. when I first had that beer. Okay. Go ahead, Corey. Um, you were talking. I'm an idiot. Sorry. So what I find interesting about this beer is that I would certainly classify this as hazy, mm-hmm. but they're not marketing it as, it as hazy. Hmm. Just IPA. It's marketed as an IPA. Um, what other company does that? Toppling. Uh-huh. Yep. Every one that I pour out of their basic main lineup is just an IPA. Comes out hazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're even more hazy than these than this one sometimes, and this is very and, hazy. And actually, now that you say toppling, and in this color, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. They must have they must have like a secret way of doing things. I mean, Fair State is um, selling Pele as a hazy IPA, uh-huh. and that beer is not hazy at all. It you know it looks like just a. I don't remember pouring that one out. I will soon, though. Well, and I'm using that as an as an example because there was just a conversation about it um, on the Beer People Facebook group where somebody was like, "This is a great beer, you know, for a ha- you know something about a hazy," and everyone was like, "It's not a hazy." But mm-hmm. as our as our friend Andy pointed out on there that they fair say rebranded it. From a regular IPA to a hazy IPA because it's a buzzword for the industry right now. Yes. And so I find it interesting when companies like Drecker and and Toppling Goliath aren't using the buzzwords for beers that they very clearly could be using the buzzwords on. Do you think it's because the bigger companies like, like Toppling Goliath have, um, they got in this, they're, they're established. They're the big dog, you know? They know they're they're gonna sell. They don't need to be all, whatever. Or why would they not? True. Why would they not market as a hazy, when it is? What what's the advantage of doing it? What's the advantage of not doing it? It's all marketing. Mm-hmm. So, just make good beer and sell it. I mean, don't you think that's where some of that comes from? They're like, this fucks. Yeah, it does. Put an IPA on it. This is so good. We like, don't have to. Like this use, is phenomenal. This is one of the best beers I've had in a long time. There's more citra in here than mosaic. I can taste citra hops way more. Yep. This <clears> is <throat> what the kids would say. This is juicy AF. 
AF. And that's just so it. Juicy. As you said, it reminded you of extra citra. Yes. But to me, extra citra isn't like hazy or juicy at all. No, the taste of it. The right. The smell of it. It just reminded me of extra citra. Out of curiosity, when I drink a high-end beer like this, and thank you for bringing this, Corey, um, I'm always tempted to go jump into my fridge and grab a hazy little thing and see how close they are. Oh, yeah. Because this is so good. Like, I guess I don't even... Uh, we should... Do we do the read? See, Let's talk about it. And then the, the aftertaste, you can taste more of the mosaic. Yeah. That's where I get... But that first like, initial is packed with citra. This hits me, like, on the aftertaste, like a mirror universe. Yeah. A slight burn right okay. in the old chest spot. <laughs> oh, that, that's your heartburn. Tim. Maybe right that's what it reminds me of is a mirror universe. Now that, yeah, I think we... I, yeah. It definitely reminds me of something, but I can't... We've. It's good. We've drank 500 beers in the last... 90 episodes. Well, no, we haven't. Is. We've gotten... No, we're close to 500. <laughs> I haven't. You guys have. I missed I missed one episode. I'm not the raging alcoholic. You guys are. <laughs> I had a kid, and I missed one show. Don't hold well, that's right. Me. We did an episode, <laughs> yes. Adam and I. Best episode we've ever done. It's the one Crickets. nobody listened to. Nah, this is... You guys chirp, have chirp. the worst chemistry on your chirp, own. Chirp. <laughs> um, I think we could pull it off again. I think so. Yeah. This is from Drecker Brewing Company about. in Fargo, <laughs> North Dakota. This is Ectogasm. A India Pale Ale, by their standards, as you've heard us discuss, it is actually quite hazy. It is a pale two-row flaked or uh, pale two-row flaked oats, carafoam and malted oats, malt, uh, citra and mosaic hops, and a house IPA yeast. Seven uh, percent alcohol. But you, when you pull it up close, I mean, in, when we first open it up, that citra, citrus s- smell is crazy. And that first, when it comes over your tongue, it's like, oh, there's a lot it's of citrus. amazing. And then uh, later on, then the mosaic sh- pulls through in the malts. It's very good. I'm really kicking myself for not buying, like, three of these yeah. four packs. Take that other bitch home and give it to your wife, and she'll say, "Ooh, <clears throat> no, the, this like the grin off your face." Adam. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm talking about the beer. <laughs> That's what I like to do when I actually have something good because it helps my non-craft beer drinking wife when she finds one that she likes. It makes me less of a bad person for when I bring stuff home. How much did you spend? You know that question's going. That question goes away if she likes it. Yep. <laughs> so anytime we have a really good one on the show, I text her and I have her come down and take my glass. <laughs> have See you what, guys noticed that? I've been doing that the last couple weeks. What you got to do, Tim, is when you get home, you got to run in the house and say, honey, you got to try this beer. And then she'll never, ever ask how much you spent. Or what you do is you buy it at lunchtime. And then you open the overhead door, and if her car isn't in there yet, you quick grab it and run it all down to the basement fridge. That's another good plan. That's what I do. I mean, you don't. And then you can slowly bring it upstairs, like one four pack at a time, and mix it into your regular drawer because we both have a beer drawer upstairs. Hers is all blue, and mine is locked. Is the rainbow. 
<laughs> my wife doesn't. I mean, because my wife is going to drink a lot of the craft stuff, too. So as long as I'm buying stuff that she's going to like, she doesn't razz me mm-hmm. too much about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like if they're there with you when you're checking out, that's bad. Like, beep, beep. Okay, your total is sixty-four yes. seventy-two. Yeah. Versus if they're waiting in the car. And one but, time I made the mistake of leaving my phone face side up, just threw it on the center console, and she was just kind of kicking around with Rory or something, and it beeped on my phone. It notified that I just spent like a whole bunch of money. <laughs> so she got to see it. In uh-huh. face. <laughs> How much did you spend? I go, oh, not that much. She's like, did you spend a hundred and three dollars? <laughs> Or something like that. Like, no, that's hilarious. How do you know? Oh, damn it! I instantly knew I was caught. I'm like oh, okay. when they when she had the exact price nailed. Yeah. The I think there's a few times where I would spend a bunch of money on craft beer, and my wife would look at me, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "When you buy all your wine by the case." And nothing was ever said after that. I have no retaliation because my <clears throat> wife is like. I wish she had hobbies. I wish she spent money on something. It's just all like responsibility with her, and well, I feel like such um, an asshole because I'm such I'm the goof, you know. My that's wife, a good thing for your guys' relationship. She's like, oh, you're the idiot, and she's the she. I know, holds but I can't it all be together. Like, I can't ever be like, <laughs> well, you know, your yarn that you bought last week was three dollars, so. <laughs> I will say that I do have to sometimes push my wife to be like, if you, you know, if, if we're in a store and she's looking at something, be she's careful. Like, but I don't. Your wife is going to listen. Yeah, this. I know, but she knows because she'll, you know, she'll say, "Choose your words." But carefully. I don't need that, and I'll be like, "But if you like it and it's going to make you happy and you're going to use it, you're going to, you know, if it's a mm-hmm. piece of clothing, if you're going to wear it, then freaking buy it." Like yep. I know that I spend a lot of money on craft beer. Wow. Dude, beers and records define oh define a lot, really. You know what I mean, right? But right. it's not like I'm out spending hundreds of dollars a week on craft beer. I bet it's I, mean, it's, I bet it's, it's two fifty a month for me around there. I bet it's yeah, and I bet it's more for you because you have much cooler higher end shit, and you're so cool for sharing it with us. But it's, it's I don't it's I mean not, I don't know if it's more than that for I me because guess. because I. <sighs> You know, I get a haul like this maybe once a month. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And then you always got something stocked. See, I'm to the point where, like, I get, like, I bought, I wanted something quantity last last weekend because I'm like, I got nothing in my fridge. Literally nothing. I have three hazy little yeah. things. That's it. I'm like, I need to get something to last me the whole weekend. So I bought a 12-pack of new beers and just, you know, whatever. Went to a grad party and took all the free bush lights. and <laughs> We'll have hazy on Saturday. Yeah, that's hazy a great what? Hazy little thing. Oh, okay. I'm curious right. to see too because will they be open as far as the bar there? <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. by the way, so at eleven I'll, maybe I don't know. I was at a graduation party there this last Saturday. Was it open? Huh? Was the bar open? Yes. Good. Yes. And uh, as I'm as I'm leaving uh, late, uh, Jen Jen's like, "See you next weekend, Adam." <laughs> 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 See what I'm wondering is like I've been meaning to get down there and I just haven't had an excuse to go because my wife won't like let me. <laughs> See, like, and what I, do they have on tap? What do they? I want to go. I, I kicked myself because the night of prom we had tap. like an hour and a half to kill, mm. and we went and killed it at 
Outlaws, and then at Gatsby's. And I thought, should have went and done it at, at, the, at the golf course. Check it out. Yeah. You know. They're always pushing that they have something. New craft. flavors. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Just I mean, on the craft side, right? They're, they're yeah. making an attempt, even though that they, they don't, they don't drink it themselves. The ones buying it, right? That's why they well, had that Tropic in, of Thunder, that Stone one. Yeah, they had Mad Butcher last summer that disappeared right away. Like Andy goes, I think Andy's direct quote was, "I put a pretty good fucking dent in that keg." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, and you know, so I talked to Jenny and I said, you know, she said she could get me anything that Clay could get as far as. Yes. You know what we wanted for the beer out there. And part of the reason why I went with Hazy Little Thing is because I thought, well, I wanted to get something that she doesn't normally have because maybe that will open up the door for her to carry. Oh, know, Maybe sure. she'll start carrying that on a regular basis. Yep. Yeah. That's a good entry. Like, yeah, that, that one's Well, great. that was the other thing is I thought, you know. In brand recognition, I mean, Sierra Nevada is huge. Yeah. It's been around for. And they still got the seal on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know if I wanted to get part of the appeal of that one too was that it came in twelve ounce cans, mm-hmm. as opposed to you yes. know, yes, getting the twenty pounders. The, the pounders. My <clears throat> plan is to stay for almost the entirety of Young Colton's celebration. I'm going to razz him when he's not talking to people when he has downtime and he can finally relax. I'm just going to start talking to him about his future, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to see whatever they have for sale for beers that I haven't had yet. I'm going to check into those on Untapped, and then I'm going to chug all your hazy little things. It's going to be such a good time. What is it, eleven to three? That is correct. Yeah, can't okay. wait. Now, does he want gift cards to PlayStation Network or GameStop? Because uh, you know I'm not going to give him money for books. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Could give them a full video game or something? Probably <laughs> to the PlayStation Network. Okay, okay, good to know. Good so, thoughts. Good thoughts. So yeah, <laughs> you're not the only. Andy uh, reached out to me with the permission to give him kind of an unconventional gift as well, and I said, "Okay, well that's what I'm doing." I'm and I said, "Well, he's 18, so you know. how, how tall is Colton?" Because uh, last time he was here, I, I'm like, six, sorry, I'm switching it. But six foot? He's six foot? I mean, he's, he's okay. I'm 5'11", and I think he's just a hair taller than me now. Okay. I think we've we've broken okay. that barrier. Okay. And 70 pounds lighter. So he could take you. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he might have the reach on me. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm so, looking yeah. forward to him showing up on Tuesday. Monday? Memorial Day. We're closed. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, tell him that. <laughs> yeah, no way. I'm not going to tell him that. We'll see if he listens. Um, I told him that yesterday that he could just well be at work this week. This is, oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be awesome. Um, well, they need the week off. Yeah. He's had she he's the had the last day. three months off. He the senioritis was just fine. Yes. Hey, yes. so I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I struggled with math. Like you know, I I, I sucked at math so hard. Like 
once we got past multiplication and we threw division into the mix, that's when I lost. Yeah. So I think I got my first F on a report card in seventh grade math. That's when my parents started paying a closer look to me. <laughs> and, uh, when I got you to shook him so much, so much as a baby. <laughs> when I got time for high school, I remember uh, I took what they called applied math, which was supposed to be like a little bit like for the dumb kids like me, and we got made fun of. I remember some kids being like, oh, you know, I'm in algebra. You're in applied math. You're taking the dumb kids math. And I looked at our uh, overall, like what we cover and stuff. And I go, wait a minute. I'm done with math my junior year. You guys have to take four years of math. And my senior year, I coasted so hard. Right. I I struggled to find a class to fill because you could only take one study hall. I know. That sucked. Oh, my. Yeah. No, it didn't. (laughs) I'm like, I'm out of art classes, I'm out of gym classes, I'm out of, like, what do I do? We had to take a math class our senior year. You know, like, that was a requirement. So you could not take a math class like your sophomore and junior year, but you had to take one your senior year. So they had what was called senior refresher math (laughs) that I took my senior year. And it was, like, a seventh grade level. Yeah. What What was the math that, like, went through, like, the basic life? math of like balancing checkbook and all that we didn't get that class okay that's what i had well see i don't know they got rid of that class a long time it was like i took algebra Mm -hmm. and i like got a's in that and then i'm like "Mm, i don't really like math so then i went down or so to say i'm like i just want you know just need the basic math or maybe that's what it was called basic math do they and and I remember one of them was like, "Oh, you're in a dumb class." I'm like, "Suck it!" I had A's in algebra, yeah. You know, just because I don't want to. And I right. and I like geometry. I had an awesome. I like I love geometry. geometry, but like the algebra and calculus stuff like that, I hate. But I didn't take I calculus. What, I still use geometry at my job. I don't like, know what any day. of that is and what you guys are talking about. Like I don't know what any of that math entails. <laughs> All I can tell you is that in my last math class, I was putting a lot of effort in, and it just wasn't kicking it in. It just wasn't It wasn't showing, and the teacher knew that I was working really hard, and he passed me with, like, a 57.5%. He gave me a D-. minus. He goes, that's not enough. That's a D-. minus. You've been in here every morning working, you know, like, he's like, you're trying. It's and just not clicking. That's kind also, of the way the I new... don't want to see you next year. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way the new grading about. system is, though. The, it's, we the, were A, B, C, D still. Yeah, and, and even Colton was yet, but it's being implemented with, like, the younger kids and being brought up to higher grades as those kids get older. And it's, it is based more on not necessarily do you get 100% on your quiz or do you get 75% but your effort and your, uh, I don't want to say your, you know, not necessarily learning disabilities, but, you know, it's based more on an individual. Yeah. You know, do you have a harder time with math but you're trying your damnedest? Okay, then we're going to give you a B, whereas you might be really good at math, but you're not putting any fucking effort into it, and you guys are both getting a 75 on your test, but they'll give Adam the B, and they're going to give you a C because they know you can do better. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's that's weird. I, I didn't know like they did that. that. I don't like that. I didn't that, know they did so that at so. all. But here's – did uh, okay, you guys are long gone out of high school. 
Oh, God, yeah. Cheating methods. 25 years. Right really, really small on my wrist with a long sleeve shirt. Okay. So that's basic, <laughs> basic ones. So my last year of math, we needed a graphing calculator. And there's a like a notes thing in there. Okay. So what I would do is I made a deal with somebody who knew what was going on for the tests. And he would write in <laughs> all of the tests. And he would write, you know, question number one is this. Question number two is this. And he would go in and hand his test in. And I would get up to go sharpen my pencil, you know, finger quotes <laughs> in the air there. And I would grab his calculator on the way back. And then I would take my test. And I would get a bunch wrong. And he would get a C, and I would get a D, and we'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that I don't think I ever cheated on, like, a test or anything in high school. It was just okay. math. I was yeah. so, like, I I did fine in every other subject. I could handle I could handle English. I could handle history, all that stuff. Geography, fine. But math, it just didn't work. The closest... The closest I've okay, and it was cheating, but um, I had a so my high school girlfriend went to a different school, and we had a computer at our house, and this was you know mid nineties, yep. not yep. everyone had a computer, right? right. Yeah, go so on. she would write her papers on the computer at my house, and there may have been a time where I needed to turn in a report, and I just changed the name and mm-hmm. turned it in as my. Why wouldn't you? The work's already done. Right, exactly. Oh, I, I cheated hard. Um, <laughs> in college, they they had this class, this English class that this English class that was just BS. I had the meanest teacher, and it was like there was like twenty of us in the class, so it was a small class. So you'd think I'd be fine. They're like they hand us this book, and they go, "We're gonna do this whole book this whole semester." I'm like, I'm thinking like reports or something, and she goes. Here's what we're going to learn. And she, like, writes down 15 different types of phrases, like, parsitical phrase, uh, whatever phrase. She goes, you need to acquire, like, 10 different kinds of uh, 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 highlighter colors. And whatever phrase is what, you go through the book and you just highlight that color. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. We're getting tests and it's like, seriously, take the color out. Like, here's examples of this type of, you know, subjective phrase, this type of phrase, verbal phrase. I'm like, what? And I go to my <laughs> girlfriend who is a senior in high school <laughs> and I am a freshman in college. I go, you do it. <laughs> so Got an a. she dug me out. She dug me out. I was at 28%. Okay. She got me back up to like 78 I took the final. We ended with a 60%. Call her good. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. It was, I don't know the exact numbers, but she dug me out of a huge hole, got me like the damn near a B, and then I finished us off with a D. <laughs> Didn't have to take that class again. <laughs> Math guy here. I didn't know the numbers, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, school sucks. I hate when they're like, you're in high school, hey, uh, decide now, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I know, that is dumb. I go, I, I want to take a few years off. They're like, nope, because then you won't go to school. I'm like, well, actually, I think I might have, because now about, I know what I want to do. How about how about promote, you know, you don't have to go to school, but 
go to school once you figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. There's Don't a, go to school just randomly. There's a kid that graduated with Colton and, that is and, doing an electro, electrical apprenticeship. Okay. So he's going to work under an electrician. Yep. As opposed to going off and spending. That's the problem. He's not even spending money on a two-year college to you know to go to tech school to become an electrician. Yes. He's just like I'm going to work for you know minimal wage, you know, to learn the trade to work underneath you. It's, you know, and then go take his test himself and stuff eventually, but... Right, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. No parents are, like, ever like, that's cool. I'm like, you want to do whatever you want to do, that's fine. Let's just chill Same. for a second, because at 18, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Ask me at 25, I had a better idea. Yes, yes. And that's okay. But that's, that's what that's our okay. high schools should be promoting. It's okay not to know, but, you know, as soon as you figure it out, then get, get there. Yeah, there was... Oh, yeah, because I know what I want to do now, but you think I'm going to, like, I got a house, I got a wife, I got uh-huh. a kid to pay for. It's like, no, I can't just quit my job now and go back to school. Like, it's True. just, it isn't going to happen. You, I need that income. Online. I, uh... I looked at it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Tim, I had a one-year-old and a five-year-old, and I quit my job. And went to school full time, driving to Wilmer and back every day for a year. So I mean, it it is possible. It's definitely possible. It's just, but the, it 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 makes for a struggle now, yeah. and it's just I don't want to deal with the stress, and I know that we would probably fight, you know, and I don't want to do that, and it's just like just man up and just do your job and be done when you're sixty five, whatever. Whatever. Just at least I could tell my kids to do it differently. Right. And that'll make me happy as long as they're doing what they want to do. Because I'm not even right. opposed to like, uh, I'm curious about comedy. I'd be like, well, look, go to Chicago. Let's pay for Second City instead of, you know, tuition at a state school. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go take some improv classes and wait tables. That's fine with me. I don't give a shit. No. Do what makes you happy. Right. Not what people want you to do. Mm-hmm. That's how I was raised, though. Was that what you just said? Yeah. So, do you do estimating at work? Uh, very little. I'm starting. What do you mean? I went in there and I asked for how much was the price of this two by four? <laughs> you said around that much. Well, I can check how much, estimating. I can check how much something costs. I'm talking about like a project. No, you didn't check out. You just estimated me. Price. <laughs> so, do you think that that is something you'll get into and do more? No. No, I don't. I'm stopping it. I don't want to do any of that. That's too much stress, man. I was gonna say because that's geometry. Mm. No, I I do a little bit. I probably do like six or seven projects a year. Okay. And are they simple ones like? Uh, no. Figure I, out the amount of shingles you need for a gable roof, sort of thing. That yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah. Siding, windows, shit like not windows, but yeah, siding and roofs basically. That's it. It's boring stuff. It happens. Let's talk about this beer. Let's rate it. We did already. I meant let's. We rate didn't it. rate it, I guess. Ectogasm from Drecker Brewing is a four point five from Thames. Totes. I'll concur. Four point five. Adim. Mm-hmm. It's a four beer. I just don't know where it's at. So I already started yeah. writing the four. <laughs> I'll just let's let's all let's be twinsies times one more. So triplets. Yeah, triplets. 
So I agree. It's a good beer. It's real good. Yeah. To change the topic, we've got two very interesting news stories that I wanted to cover with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get them pulled back up here. Was it that the Democrats fume as McGain skips House hearing? No. Was it that Pelosi undergrowing impeachment pressure from key Democrats? No. Um, uh, Sibley County Sheriff says a Shakopee woman was injured after she took an after-hours ride on a zip line near Henderson. Just after midnight on Saturday, the Sheriff's Office say deputies responded to a call from a 20, 21-year-old woman who had been injured at Kerfoot Canopy Tour just north of Henderson. The woman had gone on to Kerfoot's property and attempted to use the zip line on her own, according to the release. The sheriff's office said the woman was unable to slow her speed on the course and sustained injuries during the ride. She was also unable to get down from the platform without assistance. The Bell Plain and Shakopee Fire Departments used a ladder and bucket truck to retrieve the woman. She refused medical treatment for her injuries. The incident remains under investigation. So, okay. homegirl just, like, goes to the theme park by herself at night after hours. So, it's a zipline tour. Adam, you ever, have you ever ziplined? No, I haven't. Tim and I did zipline together in I've Mexico. I've never ziplined before. I'm just kidding. Go on. And, uh... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, so they slow you down. Like, the way the ones in Mexico were set up is that, like, the last 20 feet of the cable... A bunch of, like, a bunch of locals just go... Turn, 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 turn. Yep, basically. <laughs> you twist your body left and right. Okay. <laughs> they just start making a big fuss. They're like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, oh. But the last 20 foot was like spring loaded, so you would yeah. hit it and it would gradually slow you down. It would bounce you back if you needed to. So could this woman not afford the 50 bucks to go on the zip line tour? <laughs> That's question one. Question two, did all of her friends ditch out on her after she got hurt? Or did she literally... Serious to go do this by herself. Maybe she's a loner. I mean. A rebel. Yeah. I just have a hard time <laughs> believing that she was like sitting home by herself and been like, you know what I need to do at midnight? <laughs> I need zip to go line. zip line right now. There had to have been people there encouraging this that were a part of this. Or maybe some drugs involved. Or. Or bad yeah. decisions, um, a dare. Uh. But even then, if so, if somebody <laughs> dared her, they're there watching her do this. So I would well, g- nowadays really because I mean you got a phone, you know, you get dared over the phone and say, okay, I'm gonna Snapchat myself ziplining. If, if we were, see, see, if, I took your dare. If we were twenty, Snapchatting. What did I say? Twenty one. If we were twenty one years old. <clears throat> Or Instagramming, whatever. And I said, Adam, I dare you to break into Kerfoot's, climb up to the top of the tower, and zip line from one end to the other. And I would say, no, I do do not break the law over a dare. That's breaking and entering. When we were 21. Yes, and I would say the same thing. And you were like, you're on. (laughs) And I would, there was no way I'd be like, okay, Snapchat it and send it to me while you're doing it. I'd be like, I'm fucking coming with yep. you to watch this shit. Yep. Nah, yes. nah, you can yes. snap goggles it. 
So <laughs> what I want to say to young, they don't have her name on here, to this young lady, she, she needs to find better friends. Why is it her name on there? She's an adult, right? She's 21. Yeah. yeah. Name should be on there. So she it's probably the editor's daughter of that article. <laughs> Unless no formal charges have been issued yet. Kerfoot. I love that it's called Kerfoot. Okay. Kerfoot I mean, said he plans It's not charge. like Jason Dower. They dropped his name in the paper for picking up a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we got family listening. <laughs> so you guys tell me which is the weirder southern Minnesota story, that one or this other one I'm about to read you. A Sherburn woman is facing felony charges after she allegedly maimed her boyfriend because he wanted to have sex and she didn't. Kimberly no. Kimberly K. Ewart, 50, was charged Monday in Martin County Court with felony second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon. According to the complaint, Ewart's boyfriend told police through written communication that she was angry with him because he wanted to have sex and was persistent. Ewart retrieved a knife and cut him on the right arm, according to the complaint. Police said the victim was also bleeding from his elbows, forearm, and shoulder, which Ewart's boyfriend said resulted from her scratching him. Police say Ewart, who is also deaf... Oh, jeez. Admitting to cutting That's her boyfriend. That's what I was wondering with the written communication. Yeah. Admitted to cutting her boyfriend with a knife and scratching him because he wouldn't leave her alone about having sex. Police say she didn't appear to be fearful of her boyfriend and showed them the knife she used to cut him. Jesus Police Christ. say Ewart and her boyfriend had been consuming a, in quotes, significant amount of alcohol throughout ah. the evening. Yes, alcohol. Would you like to see a picture of the assailant? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to need that for the Insta. Oh, for sure. So, which is the weirder Southern Minnesota story this week? Woman breaks into Kerfoot, zipline, balcony, or canopy, and gets injured, or deaf woman cuts a bitch? <laughs> Because he wanted to have sex. The oh, which one's weirder? Definitely the one the zipline. Yeah. You think that's weirder? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. The yeah. other one makes sense a little bit. The other one is just you're dumb, and you're probably gonna get away with it because you're probably white. <laughs> <laughs> Southern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Do that again next week. Did you know, alcohol makes my judgment sketchy. <laughs> just yours? Yeah, just mine. Do you guys know that J.C. Penny as a whole corporation is not doing well? Really? Interesting. Oh, the dress barn closed shop. So did the panty shanty. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not as funny as I think it's funny as. <laughs> Panty shanty. That's just something that rhymes. What's a shanty? (laughs) I drank cider a couple weeks ago that looked exactly like this did. Really? Yeah. Dang. Color-wise.
I have a cousin who is um, home brewing. Uh, I might have to shoot him a text. I'm saving my bottles. Once I hit to uh, 50, I'm home brewing a batch. Then I got my 50 bottles worth. Hmm. Real home brewing, not uh, Mr. Beer Kit. <laughs> oh. I'm going to get a tank and a boiler and all that. I'm going to buy a 50-gallon kit just to get started, get my bearings straight, figure it out. The only thing I'm worried about is carbonation. I thought you weren't interested in home brewing. I'm doing it. Because if I can get 50 beers for like 40 bucks for a kit, why not? It's got to taste good, though, Tim. What if it's just like <laughs> Mad Butcher? I'd be fine with that. I wouldn't. I would. Mm. I would absolutely be fine Mad with Butcher that. now, Mad Butcher then. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, it matter. Does. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. I'm going to be completely honest. I could do home brewing, and I could make something that tasted like spirit fowl, and I'd drink three of them, and then I'd be bored with it and be looking for something for the next thing. No, well, see, what I would do is yeah. we would have it on That's the show. That's how you are. <laughs> if anybody, have, if you guys actually liked it, I would send a few home with you, and then, yeah, I would... Honestly, it's like, what's 20, you know, when I'm left with everything that's gone pretty quickly? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have an issue getting rid of it. It'd be fun. Like, in the winter, in the fall, but I could it, make it, brown ales. Like what I said, it's got to be good, though, Tim. Eh, I mean, I'm thinking, what if I made a brown ale at first? Because you don't need much carbonation with that. Okay. That's a good starter to get the idea, like, just to get comfortable with the boiling process and adding the malt and adding the hops. And I think all brown stuff. ales have a little carbonation. A little bit, but they don't have Stew, as much as like, like a porter. They're more flat, aren't they? I, I haven't had a porter th- in a while. I don't know if they're Jeez, necessarily flat. flat. I'm just the, saying the brown carbonation ales of it. Brown ales don't have a lot of fizz to them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they're pretty smooth. Like, uh-huh. and I was thinking about doing that. And then I was thinking, if I get decent enough, I could have two going at once so that there's always something in my fridge of my own shit. That'd be fun. Be a fun project. Yeah. Start home brewing. Invite your friends I'll just keep buying other people's shit. (laughs) I I don't plan on stopping that either. I never plan on stopping that. I will never be a good home brewer. I just, I'm interested in it. Uh-huh. That's why I'm saving the bottles now. <laughs> okay. Hey, maybe we could help you. Yeah, there you go. Come on over for a brew. <laughs> I'm not doing that. We could. Oh, okay. Come on over so for then, a garage Tim, day. We're gonna, I'm going to come over. <laughs> for and... a garage day. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll guess our damnedest. Yeah. <laughs> a couple weeks later. I mean, we'll make some awesome beers. Yeah. I mean, my life is pretty busy right now. If you plan this out for like... I don't know. You went to jail beers last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're less busy than us. Yeah. <laughs> you get to go out and adventure I mean, out. You were able to come out tonight and come here. I had to stay here. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you get to drive like 10 miles. I only get to drive like five. What do you mean? <laughs> I haven't even been home since six o'clock this morning. <clears throat> I've been, I left this morning. I went to Bloomington, Minnesota, and then to Harris, Minnesota. Where's yeah. Harris? Harris is about, uh, yeah, 45, 50 miles north of. The metro just off of I-35. Between <laughs> Certainly the- not. North of Cam- Cambridge? Mm, yeah. Or south? 
Mm. I, Anyways. Anyway, yeah, it's a ways. Okay. It's like four hours from my house. OMG. And then I went back and had to go to Medina on the and stop there. Medina or Edina? Medina. Medina. Yep, okay. which is over by Plymouth and Wyzetta. Plymouth that Rock. Area. Finished up there and then went to Excelsior Liquor or Shorewood in Excelsior. Shorewood. And then came here. So don't tell me I'm not busy. I'm a child molester. That's not true. And the other reason that I got to go to Sioux Falls this last weekend <laughs> is because we had to go pick up stuff for graduation. So that was purely a you're fucking joking my ass, busy dude. trip, and we happened to go get lunch at a certain establishment, which I shall not name until they start paying me to promote them. Watch this, motherfuckers. I miss Andy. Hush your fucking mouth. Shout out to Andy's dad for having a birthday and putting together a polka band for his birthday. He had a polka band at his house or cabin or whatever. And Andy went up to visit him. Good job, Andy. Yeah. Uh Oh, there it is. What happened at the end of the party? Like, at the end, he kind of got like, oh, maybe. Pretty much. With all his dad and his friends. I think that Andy's (laughs) coming down on Saturday, so. All right. Is that what Colton will be saying after he gets the card from Andy? <laughs> uh, Andy's got to move on after the party. How much you want to bet that we can convince him that like we get him drunk enough that like he should probably come hang out with us and you could get him to come here? Zero. Uh, they're heading up to the to Bobby's parents' lake. Oh. It's zero. I'll put Megan on Bobby duty and pump her full of Roselle. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up getting well, delayed by a day. I'm not coming here because I have they plans. They end up getting delayed by a day. <laughs> Gotta get shit-faced with us. <laughs> what plans do you have after? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Do you yeah. really want to know? Yeah. Uh, so... There is a wrestling pay-per-view on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm going to war, bitches! For, it's like the the second show for the deal that Colton and I went to in Chicago last year. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. It's their, this no. one's in Vegas. That's what I was looking for before. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, it's in Vegas, all in two? Double or nothing. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, you and Colton are racing back home. Well, it's not until 7 o'clock, so 6 o'clock. So, it's the night Um, of his graduation party, and he's going to, like, rush home after he cleans up and everything. Dude, the graduation party ends at 3. Right. And it starts at 7. You got, like... That's prime four hours. Three and a half hours. That's some drinking time there, boy. (sighs) I agree, but I'm going to have to help with the... Tear down. Okay, it's not four hours for you then. It's three hours because it's an hour to tear that. Place I helped down. my friends tear down last week and it took us like ten minutes. It's honestly, it's like <laughs> all the pictures that are up there, shove them into a box, right? Right. And then you just throw that into a van. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll deal with it when we get home. Well, what they did was they we just piled them all into the box and we threw them outside and on the campfire, litter on fire. <laughs> Dude, how crazy is it though? We you only have, need um, that shit for graduation. We're um, yeah, that's it. We're on Amazon Photos. Well, I upload everything to Amazon Photos. Uh-huh. 
So, right now I have roughly 1,500, 2,000 pictures on there as of a year ago. Literally every picture I've ever taken of my child is on there. So, someday she's going to have access to, like, the abundance of, like... So, like, there's a joke. It's not from me. But the joke is, like, there used to be one picture of every person. Like, that's the picture of them from, like, the 1800s or whatever. Yes. And now it's, like, in the future it's going to be, like, hey, do you want to look at 100,000 pictures of my grandfather? (laughs) Right. We're fucking living that right now because my daughter's going to have access to this. I'll even tell you how small that window is, is that, so in this last month, my wife has been going through photos of Colton from when he was born at the end of 2000 to probably like 2006 when Facebook became prevalent. What's this? What? What did you just say? When Facebook became prevalent. Oh, okay. Okay. Social media in general became prevalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so Joe made the comment of, there's no pictures of me when I was little. And I had to explain to him that, well, Joe, there is. You're just a second board. (laughs) No, the the (laughs) difference is is that during that four-year span is when social media and and Uh smartphones and everything became prevalent. Uh So we've got just as many pictures of Joe as we do Colton. But all the pictures of Joe are in digital form, whereas we actually have physical, physical printed yes. pictures of Colton. Yep. And, yes. you know, but they're tucked away in shoeboxes and everything else that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. had to, you know, like I said, had to explain to Joe that you weren't neglected. We didn't, we took your picture just as often. It's just. I, I, I just tell my second born, yeah, you're. We, we just didn't like you as much? Yeah. No. Yeah. I would never do that. Uh, they handle it fine. They handle it fine. <laughs> Reminded. No, so we'll have plenty of photos of Joe to do as well when the time comes. You just got to get them all like transferred onto uh, photo paper, and right? To hang up for everyone to see. Right. That'll be that'll be the challenge of you know getting everything printed and. Ready what to I would go. do is I, I would like bring your big screen TV to wherever you're having it and just have all the digital photos. Just My wife did through. do a slideshow for Colton, like <clears throat> a digital one. Okay. So. All right. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a break. You had, yes. Luke, what, two years ago? Uh, yes. He's and 20, now you've got four so. more years to the next one, so you get a nice six-year gap in yes. there. Four yep. more years. Round two. Round two. <laughs> so with the Amazon Photos app, it's dope as fuck because you can take regular pictures. I peed everyone. I was I don't know what I just missed. Um, nothing. Not <laughs> much. You missed a lot. So it's cool because like you upload your pictures to Amazon Photos. It's all unlimited. And then like from my TV on my Fire Stick, you create a f- slideshow, and that's your background when like you have your video pause for too mm-hmm. long from Hulu or something. And then. You have all these like ways to look at all your photos and videos and stuff, and then like you can just from your TV select all of them and be like, order prints, click, done. They're here the next day. And where do you imagine? Go ahead. You said videos too. Do you imagine like you know if you would ever do that, make a movie? 
Oh God! And then no, you have to you have I, it as a slideshow, and then all of a sudden your video pops dude, up, and your, your mother-in-law is like, at <laughs> "Yes, your house. dude, I, I manually <laughs> upload everything that goes up there. It doesn't just automatically sync." Uh, <laughs> so, also I'm not that lucky. When you order them, where are you ordering them from then? Amazon is like Shutterfly now. They'll print them themselves. Oh, re- Amazon themselves. I get a box or a, a folder from Amazon that has the big old smile on it. Yeah. That's kind of sweet because we do sweet. the... Um, it's like my two wife, bucks for an 8x10. My Sorry. wife ordered a bunch through Shutterfly, of course. But now we needed some more pictures printed for Saturday. So she has the Walgreens app. And then she did them, sent them up through Walgreens, and then picked them up. In New Ulm, then and Walmart does the same thing. Yeah, my wife's used Walmart a bunch in the past, but I just started messing with Amazon. I'm like, I think this is going to be how I do it in the future. The future is here. I think so. I mean, it's so Amazon is everything. I wouldn't be surprised if in the future, if like Sanborn Corners is an Amazon gas station, like there's going to be an Amazon everything. Like they bought freaking Whole Foods. Amazon's just going to take over the world. No doubt. I mean, they're doing well. Uh, I don't. I just read a report that Netflix has 175 days left under its current model. <laughs> and then what? It can't. Like it's gonna collapse. I'm like, it's not gonna collapse. Someone's gonna bail them out, if anything. But they'll fix it. That's an interesting. And it's true because Netflix. I, I thought about coming up with a segment this week about how I review something that came to Netflix every week because I end up watching something brand new its entire season every single week. Like, why am I not making this a part of the show? Even the stuff I don't like, I finish. I watched a show called Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. Yeah, how was that? I liked it. Really? It was like, uh, it was very much like Weeds. Um, not in that a middle-aged woman sells pot, but just the vibe like the way the show is built with its cast of characters you know um it reminded me of weeds a lot but it's not like that at all is I it can't a tv give... show or a movie it's a tv show it's on, on netflix netflix it's called dead to me oh okay. you, adam just took a piss everyone yeah by the way sorry <laughs> drop my keys in your toilet that's okay okay <laughs> i got a new pickup uh if anybody's asking um <laughs> yeah i can't say much without giving like the whole yeah, plot away. Don't spoil it. But. It's so hard to like because that's that's what drew me from not doing it. Because I'm like, well, how do I talk about this show without give? I need to give one major spoiler to be able to talk about a lot of things without spoiling them. Let's I'm just like, start spoiling I shit. I can't. Like, do we want to talk about the fact that? Uh, never mind. I can't do it. You Game did, of Thrones. Did you do Game of Thrones. I was gonna spoil Game of Thrones. Did you? you did you can. watch it by chance? Just no. But I. It's it's Wednesday. Active on yeah. Fuck it. It's Wednesday. Bron, Bran wins the throne. I don't even know who the fuck Bran is. Yeah. Tim's just like, have you seen it? I hope Tim. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't. Well, I would I would have made a big commotion if I hadn't. Okay. I just need to write on here. Game of Thrones spoiler, one eighteen. No, we don't care. Uh, no, it's Wednesday. It's, it's okay. I, I just heard on on the radio today on the, on the drive home that it's okay to have the uh, spoiler like within a week of. I think, the, I, especially I when it's on, you TV. can talk about it. Yeah. This I don't only because it's caught wind and like so many people are like they were so into the hype. 
that they're like, I'm going to go and watch this show. And there's people that are in like the fourth season yeah, right now because they're like, I'm binging them, it. I'm it doing doesn't it. matter. Yeah. That's how we did it. If something's yeah. on live TV. <laughs> we didn't start watching it until it was like the fourth season, Corey. Like, and then we, we binged it all and got caught up. And then we went week to week from there. Yeah, but we're not talking about something at a theater where you have to physically leave your house. I mean, at, at what point can okay. you start talking about Home Alone 2 how, uh, without <laughs> spoiling it? How pissed are you? No. Or Star Wars. You're not in the same boat as me. I see a trailer on TV. I'm like, oh, my God, this movie looks amazing. It's the Elton John biopic. I knew it was coming, Ooh. but I saw a new cut of the trailer on TV. Okay. And I'm like, it looks even better than when we saw the trailer in theaters. And they're like, uh, I'm waiting for it, waiting for it in theaters. May, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. I was waiting for the only on Netflix. I'm like, I'm not going to get to see this movie like until it hits Redbox. And that's different. It's so stupid. I think, I think, well, when, I I think when you're talking about a movie that's in theaters, spoiling that is different because you have to physically leave your house, go to the theater, and someone might say, I got to wait till next Friday to go see that. If something is still on an active run in the theaters, don't spoil it. But if something is on TV where you can sit down in your living room and watch it at any time. And stream it anytime. I think I'm being generous by giving a 48-hour leeway okay. before I'm going to spoil that shit Sure, I understand your take, and it's valid. But I would just say maybe in addition to not giving a fuck, just maybe like while something is this hot, maybe go ahead and preface it by saying, Spoiler alert, I'm about to talk about Game of Thrones. Turn your ears off or skip forward for two minutes. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that helps me out a lot. Like, I, I was but, encouraged to finish Veep because I was a season behind. I mean, do I have to say spoiler alert? Jax dies at the end of Sons of Anarchy. What? I didn't know that. And I had like four episodes left. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> See? But I don't care. You've had but, plenty of time. Okay, how, how, I was is under it the really radar a watching spoiler it. when it's already released? And exactly. Spoiler you, you alert. Can, the the black kids are adopted on different strokes. What? <laughs> Seriously. Spoiler alert. Danny Tanner's wife is dead. What? Spoiler alert. Urkel never marries Laura. Oh! Craig T. Nelson dies on the end of Parenthood. What? <laughs> That's a real one. Spoiler alert. Parenthood, really good show. You should all check it out. I've heard. I've never seen it, but I'm not going to watch it. It doesn't matter. There's only a few things I don't like about that show. Spoiler alert. Luther never gets a head coaching job. What? Yeah, he does. To the Orlando Breakers. Luther does? Oh, Luther. Shit. You're talking the other one. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. yep. Okay, yep. Dauber. Right. Yep. No, I was thinking of Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> oh. Oh, dude, we need to get some Orlando Breakers merch made up. We should. Or well, the Screaming Eagles, Minnesota State Screaming yes. Eagles. That, too. That was Mankato, right? Like, we all know that was Mankato. I think so. I think it was Mankato. The colors and yeah, all. Yeah, everything. It was purple. Yes. And that's Mankato State. Yep. God, Coach was a good show. Oh, my God. Because of Netflix, I got to watch Spoiler all of Spoiler alert. Chandler and Monica adopt a baby. What? <laughs> For real? I'm a little fuzzy on my friend's knowledge. I thought they had that baby. They adopted it? 
They did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any spoiler alert? Pam and Jim get divorced. Oh, damn it. Spoiler really? alert. Andy falls in a pit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I'm waiting for a Andy mouse falls in a pit. What's in that? What's pa- with that? Parks and Rec. Parks and oh, Rec. Oh, I haven't watched that. Dude. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's like season one, episode three. Why, why is there no, like, for fun, mouse rat CD or vinyl? That right? features the pit, little bye bye little Sebastian. You do either an EP or a seven inch with just the pit and little bye bye little Wait Sebastian. A s- Monica and Chandler got twins. They had adopt twins. It wasn't just a baby. That's not true. Um. Anna Ferris did not have twins on Friends. Mm-hmm. Did they? Mm-hmm. You didn't I'm, say spoiler alert, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to interrupt that, but I'm like, that just popped in my head. I'm pretty goddamn sure they ended up with twins. All I know is that they moved to the Burbs and they have a room ready for Joey. Yes. And then the Joey spinoff started. Yep. You're naming this episode spoiler alert, are you? No. What? <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert? You have to. Hang on. Hang on. Here's a good song, Adam. The pit. I was in the pit. You were in the pit. We all were in the pit. <laughs> the pit. I was in the pit. ever thought that this guy would become one of the biggest like he was my favorite buffoon on that show right and the way he is now i'm like ah because and, i don't know i watched he was him kind on of chubby too. back then i watched him on everwood too that's a show that ran on the wb for yep. four years that on a, what the wb the wb no, what it was, was the before wb CW. it was the wb what, yes what was the show you're everwood. right yeah. Oh, I thought you were like ready to be like it's the CW. <laughs> no, no, I. <laughs> that's yeah. what it. it that's... When it crossed over to the CW, that show didn't make it. Otherwise, it would have okay. continued. Okay. And I yeah, I watched that live when it was happening, and then I, they finally pushed them all out to DVD. I'm like, why is this not streaming anywhere? And then oh, it's finally on Hulu. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. It's probably not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check it out again. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I always start that show. And it's so long because you got a hundred episodes that are an hour long. Yeah, four seasons. That's, of like that's commitment. Twenty three, twenty four episodes. It's like yeah, it's like watching Grey's Anatomy. And it's like the it's the yeah. I've never seen it. Um, I've seen bits and pieces. Same. Like I don't watch it, but like my wife's watching it. Same. I walk through. I go. You watching Grey's? Yep. Cool. Going to the bar downstairs. <laughs> Spoiler alert! On One Tree Hill, the one guy goes through a window and ruins his NBA career. What? I think he got drafted to like Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, Is that what it was? That's when I quit watching. Man. Okay. No. That spoiler alert. Adam ass. was right about friends. The girl didn't know she was having twins. Ended up having twins, and Chandler and Monica adopted both. I'm pretty good at my friends shit. I guess. Friends. Spoiler is alert. One of the greatest shows of all time. It's in my top ten. Yes. Friends is yes. so much fun. Yes. Spoiler alert. Sam goes bankrupt, and they have to close down Cheers. Um, what? 
Uh, not necessarily. He he does go bankrupt, but he ends up okay. Yeah, he works there as a waiter or as a bartender later, and he's a non-owner. It, it's a commercialized thing. Is that real? I was making that up. Just completely. watched uh, Cheers a couple years ago, all the way through. So he goes bankrupt and has to sell the bar. No, he doesn't go bankrupt. It's um. So when him and what's her name, Shelley Long, uh, is it Diane? What the hell's her no. name? The blonde-haired lady. Yeah. Uh, Shelley Long's character. When that doesn't. What was the other the first ones then? Huh. Shelley Long was Diane. Okay, so yeah, and then, then there's Kirstie Alley well, in the later seasons yeah. when Shelley Long leaves. Yeah, what was Kirstie Alley's? I forget her name. Name. I forget them both. But Damn when it. Sam Malone, when when Ted Danson, he's um, he goes back on the wagon after he like lays it all out on the line, and or no, he goes off the wagon. Sorry, because he's sober. Remember that mm-hmm. he owns right. a bar and he's sober. That's the whole premise, and. Basically, the bar goes belly up, and he fucking jumps on a boat and sails a boat down to some Caribbean place or whatever that's in between seasons. And then he comes back and he works at the bar, like as a it's it's now a chain restaurant or something like that. Cheers is now a name something else and all that. It's an Applebee's. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Mm, Applebee's. And uh. What the hell's that fiery little waitress's name? Carla. Carla. She's still there and very upset when he returns <laughs> at him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it all, I don't know. I think those, the highlight of Cheers is seasons one through three, and that's when Coach is still around before he died. You liked Coach better than Woody? I liked Woody. Spoiler alert, Coach dies. I liked Woody, um, but Coach was... They both had that same character, though. It was the same character where they were dumb, but yeah. seeing it, he the coach wasn't as dumb. He had a little bit of wisdom, whereas Woody was straight up dumb. He was just... Straight up dumb. Yeah. Has somebody ever spoiled a movie for you or a TV show for you to the point where you didn't finish it? No. Uh, not to where I didn't finish no. it, but to like the challenge. Some I saw some Twitter stuff. And somebody right away spoiled the entire thing because you can look that shit up because they pre-tape it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read on like episode one who wins. Oh my god, I got so fucking mad, but I didn't tell <laughs> Megan. I told her like I know who wins. I read all this shit today. Don't worry, I'm not gonna blab. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but I'm very upset right now. Not because of who wins, but because that it's like that's our next three months of Wednesday right. nights. And that's half the fun. And the finale is tomorrow night. So help me God if anybody... You know what? This doesn't come out till Thursday. We're good. Um, <laughs> Wesley wins. I hope. Is he still on it? He's on it this season. Awesome. He's been that's, gone for a long time. And a good he pull is by in the me. final. Yeah, he's in the final. It is not Wesley. It's Wes. <laughs> I call him Wesley because we're tight. <laughs> that's, oh, that's got less, it. That's, normally you shorten that when you're nah. tight. So the only problem that like Colton and I have with that is when we do watch Corwin. It's like I call you Timothy because we're call tight. Corwin and Adeem. Yep. <laughs> Colton and I will usually watch, especially like WWE stuff, their like Monday and Tuesday shows on a on a delay. Okay. It starts at seven. We usually start won't start it till eight or eight thirty, and then so we can fast skip commercials. Skip commercials. That's that's awesome. But we then the problem too. is that a lot of times stuff gets spoiled for you. If you're on Twitter or whatever during it, but just 
the price we pay. Stay off electronics so you watch it. It's true. Like, it's just, just rest. Stay just off if wrestling. you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we do that too with the challenge. We just stay off Twitter. We'll let it run for 20 minutes so we can skip through. This is a really good beer. What do we got here? Mm-hmm. We already rated this one. Oh, no, that was the ectogasm. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Are you not? A- I'm almost done with this one. Yeah, Have you not poured it yet? Yeah, no. I did. Okay. I was thinking that we had already rated it, but what's it? we rated the ectogasm. Yeah, what's what's this one called? Oh, this is the Full Brew House, the New England style IPA with Savanon from Junkyard Blanc Grape Juice. With, with, with what? Grape juice? Is, what? Sauvignon Blanc grape juice. Sauvignon Blanc. That is correct. This is a collaboration between Junkyard and Fargo Brewing. Full Brew House, it's called. We brewed this New England-style IPA with our friends at Fargo Brewing Company. For this collaboration, our goal was to brew two very different IPAs using similar ingredients and we are inspired by relatively new brute IPA style, which led us to the idea of adding white grape juice and Nelson Savon hops to both beers. We also wanted to contrast super dry hoppy brute style with its polar opposite in the IPA world. So we brewed a New England style IPA using similar malts, hops, and grape juice here at Junkyard. Look for the brute version at Fargo Brewing Company. Well, now I know what I have to find. Excuse me. You can kind of get a brute vibe from this, not a big now one. Now that I read yeah. that, I do a little bit. Yeah. But now um, I'd be definitely definitely interested in finding the Fargo Brewing this Company be version. This would one of the best brutes we'd ever had if we find this version, I bet. Uh, this is a 9.3% alcohol. Jesus, really? Uh, it's damn good. <laughs> five uh, package on 5819, so it's 12, 13 days old. Uh, you got it, dude. It does also say. It's the full house. Yeah, yep, you got right, it, dude. Yep. It's a little. India Pale little Ale kid. with white grape juice. Got it, dude. Um, I think this is great. It sucks. I give it a 4.5. It's terrible. A one. Do you rate this higher <laughs> than the Drecker one? I also gave that one a 4.5. I thought you gave that a four point two five. Okay. No. no, we we the Drecker yep. we all went fine. Four, fine we went triples. You're, you're right. We I'm going to give this one a 4.25. I think it's very good, but just a, a hair. No, based off of styles, that's what I went off of. Right. Yeah, I do prefer the other one over this, but when you're going styles alone, this is the best of whatever the fuck What do is. they consider this? Well, this is a New England-style IPA, but they brewed it with a brute style, if that makes sense. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It do you does. mean to do the can read when again, Adam? It, it does. It's East Coast and West Coast. You can't do it together. Do you want me to read, do the can read again? West Coast is brute? Yes. No. We brewed yes. this New England style IPA with our friends at Fargo Brewing <laughs> I was talking Company. to Tim. <laughs> For this collaboration, our goal was to brew two very different IPAs using similar ingredients. So. see heaven, here's a thing. Junkyard used the same ingredients to do the hazy, oh, I and Fargo okay, Brewing okay. used the same ingredients to make a brute. Okay. So the new goal is going to be to find a brute. Who's driving to Fargo to get the brute? Left. Sure. Okay. I expect it by next week, Adam. Okay. Thank you. I think they sell that. Like.
I'll rate my this beer a four. It's good beer. I want to taste this in the brute. So 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 want it. I, I wonder who's gonna go guys, get it. Before we sign off, I have a serious question. <laughs> oh God. No, it's real. Um, it's <laughs> beer related. Hold your beer hats. This is gonna be boring. Um, collaborations. Yes, love them. Why? It brings out the creativity of. Does it? Yes. But what's there's everybody's collaborating with everybody else. Yes, that's a good thing. It is, but why does it matter so much? And why are these breweries not just doing their own thing? And like, why do we care so much as consumers about collaborations? Because a, I think it's a marketing ploy. B, I also, stop, stop I also right there. Do you drink beer alone? No, we don't drink beer alone. Oh, we absolutely. always have. S- <laughs> Besides that raging alcoholic over there, <laughs> everyone drinks beer together. We, yeah. we like drinking beer together. So don't you think these these brewmasters and breweries are like, hey, let's have a party out of this. Let's collab and get thinking and maybe two minds t- together as one create something way different. Right, but look at and it. And pushes the end. But also as a marketing issue, look what we just talked <clears throat> about. This was really good. Yes. But now we want to get the right the Fargo Brewing version. Yep. What's well, yeah. And do I the mean, brute. So they're not in this here just to be buddies. They're right. all in it to make money. But I also think that another aspect of it is you might have a brewery like Fargo who is doing standard IPAs, not really doing the crazy outside of the box sort of beers. But when they do a collaboration with somebody like Junkyard, who is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum and who doing makes all. a beer called Pizza Toots, right? No, that's Drecker. <laughs> oh, that was. But 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 I, but I know <laughs> yeah, what you mean. Yeah. I, I, they're on the complete. They're doing all the crazy shit. That's maybe Fargo's way of, hey, let us tap into your brain. Let us see how you're doing some of this stuff, yes. so that we can take it back. You know, I think these brewers are doing the collaboration. Not just for the marketing, but also as a way of learning from each other. And that's a good thing. You know, I, th- I think that for the most what? part, unless it's clockwork and, and fair state. What's the next It's a community. Great, great traditional craft beer that will spawn out of a collab? We don't know yet. Loggers. We're not living in the future. Loggers are making a comeback. God <laughs> damn it. I read the article and I just repeated it. I think you made all of it up. <laughs> I, you never sent us a link. I never saw that article. <laughs> I made it all up. <laughs> I just really like loggers. <laughs> I want to start drinking Keystone again. I have a Budweiser kegerator at home. <laughs> I got a Coors Light party ball. <laughs> I don't do party balls anymore. I know. So my <laughs> wife is chiming in because on the spoiler issue... Because my wife is, I'm not gonna say she's the biggest Friends fan in the world, but she's, um, are you recording us live? Or no, but she's that the she knows bi- already. She's the biggest Friends fan I know. So oh, I texted oh, her oh, okay. and oh, asked. Then we have lots to talk about. And asked yes. her about Chandler and Monica adopting. Yeah. So because she's. And you didn't as, just Google that. No, I texted my wife like, because she knows all that stuff. 
She so she's like, why are you back. talking about it? And I'm like, well, we're talking about spoilers, and at what point can you spoil a TV show? And things kind of spawn from there. So her opinion was, the next day, it's your own damn fault if you didn't watch it. If you're not committed to your show, and you don't make it a priority to watch when something big is going to happen, on the same note, I also make it a point to watch Love After Lockup. The hell's that? She went off on a tangent. You want to know something? We were, we were in the hospital. My wife had just given birth to our firstborn. Your only born at this point. We got a dog, and <laughs> um, <laughs> so that night when the kids out. We're all in the hospital room. We turned the challenge on, the rerun at midnight, because we were worried about what's happening on the challenge, because it was a Wednesday night. <laughs> and, and the nurse kept coming in, like, because they, I guess when you're your first night in the hospital, it's like they got to come in every 15 minutes the entire night. And did like, the nurse yes. spoil it She's for like, you? What are you watching? Oh, the challenge? Yeah. What's that? We're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you had this baby where? Mankato. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, it's how it worked. Well, yeah, I get that. I just had to think because my kids were born in Springfield when they were actually still. Oh yeah, they don't do babies delivering in children anymore. in Springfield. Yeah. My my last born was one of the last ones that was born in Springfield. So all of your kids were born in Springfield? No, no. First two New Ulm. Okay, but your three youngest. Yeah. Were all born in Springfield? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Tim. My so Colton was born on a Thursday. So you were missing the office potentially. How in the, in the fuck do you remember that? I'll tell you why. What were you missing? Thursday Night Raw or something? Oh, SmackDown was on uh, a Thursday uh, back then. on UPN. <laughs> Probably it was. But uh, that was on UPN at one time. Yeah, I remember that's how like, I got to see it in yeah. the hospital, okay. sitting and watching. Like holding Colton and watching yeah. SmackDown on the night he was born. That was in the Attitude Era. Well, how yeah, that you... was Attitude Era where it was still like The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah. And, how did, yeah. That's when I. That's the only era I watched. Yeah. How did you get your wife that just delivered a child to agree to like turn that on? Was she sleeping? Um, Did she have drugs during the... No. No, during the because you didn't have DVR the, back then, so it was a big deal to you during labor. No, during, during, she, no, she didn't take of, any drugs. No, nothing, no numbing, nope, nothing. Was neither one. Doesn't. What are the hell they call those things? Epidurals. It's, there you go. This, yeah. uh, those details don't matter, especially for a podcast. No, I'm we don't just saying on this. how we got to watch. Oh, uh, I see. She uh, at 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 that point in time. My wife, I wouldn't say was a fan, but she tolerated it. Oh, okay. And I would also, I don't exactly remember all the details, but I would imagine that she was too tired from giving birth to argue about what was on the TV (laughs) that night. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she had just given birth like three hours prior. I, I doubt if she really gave a shit at that point about what I had on the TV. And you looked down at Colton and said, son, we're going to be watching a lot of wrestling together. Well, I think I kind of talked about it last week. We didn't. I know. That was right around the time where I quit watching. But at the time, if you're watching wrestling, I bet you looked down and were like, son, 
And we, you know, good bonding we moment. Really, you know, for the most of the of the two thousand aughts or whatever they want to call it, I yes. didn't. And then it was like I don't know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, probably somewhere in there, where because Colton was, you know, eight nine years old and yeah. getting into it, then we started watching it more. So, but and now we hate watch WWE. <laughs> Both of you, the, both of us. There was literally a pay per view on on Saturday on Sunday night. Do we, you understand the storyline is going to get a whole lot better once it gets on a network? On you mean once it gets on Fox? Mm-hmm. Um. So you are going to pick wrestling back up? Because I'm going to start watching it. So. Because I'm really, really looking forward to watching uh, wrestling on a Monday night, and then on a Wednesday night or whenever we do our podcast, then I got shit to talk to. Well, on Monday nights it's still going to be on USA. It's on Friday nights it's going to be on the on Fox. You fucking idiot! God, I'm an idiot. Oh, so but. (laughs) Oh, by the way, if that's the case, I quit. I'm returning. I'm going to see if I can return this. I mean, hey Tim, can you re- record a Corey and I's podcast? <laughs> I will charge you. <laughs> It'll just be paying for the podcast equipment. <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking. I mean, right now WWE is in a desperate state for viewers. Because their ratings are like record lows. What did they wear on Pornhub? It would probably rise. Last night they actually was Colton and I watched Raw last night on a delay. Um, and after it got over, we looked at each other and thought that was one of the best episodes they've had in a long time. And I saw I said hey, that their ratings were the highest that they've been in in like six months. Okay. Um. But they had a story that they were pushing that was on social media that kind of caused people to tune in. So it'll be curious to see if they withhold, withstand that. They're going to need to do something to keep people interested on Friday nights come the fall. I'm a believer that they're going to transition from Monday night being their main show which it's been for the last 25 years to Friday nights being the main show because that's the one that's going to be on Fox to a national audience. Yes. And it, it's Friday night. Yep. Other than USA. What 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 time does it start? It'll be if it sticks with where it's at currently, it's going to be from 7 to 9. Oh, holy shit. Imagine this. 20 some year olds you can watch Friday night wrestling and then go out to the bar. I think they're going to All ha- you need is an antenna. Right. That, I mean, like, they'll stick them to your window right. antennas that a lot of college kids will start using soon so, in bigger areas. Yeah. We talked a little bit about this AEW that's, you know, they, they put on the show in Chicago last year. They're putting on the Double or Nothing next week. Come the fall, they're going to have a show on TNT, which is cable. But they've already like made it clear that their show is going to be a TV fourteen product as opposed to a PG product. Ooh. To me, that's going to be more appealing to the twenty something crowd than you know because that's going to be more in line with like the the nineties 
attitude era sort of stuff. I think the biggest complaint that you see now is the PG product that's on WWE. The Disney WWE. I could just imagine the wrestling moves of this. What do you the fort? What do you call that? TV fourteen. TV fourteen. It's flying sixty nine. No, he didn't. <laughs> no. Well, oh, the reverse. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has more to do with the. Let's come up with names on that. that Storylines as opposed to. He dropped in Alabama I mean, hot pocket. <gasps> oh. For example, I'll just say this, and then we can end the wrestling talk. This, this the the main guys that are in charge of this AEW have been doing a YouTube series <laughs> yeah. that's been released every Monday night for the last two years. In an arena or studio or garage or something? It, it's mostly the storyline stuff leading up to Ring of Honor or New Japan shows, but they're doing storyline stuff on their own on YouTube channel. Okay. And that's basically how they built up the, the double or the all-in show that Colton and I went to last year was, was through YouTube. Yeah. Building it up. And they're getting, you know, 500,000 to a million views on a regular weekly basis on YouTube. Which leads me to believe that they're going to get all of that, if not more, come the fall when they have a regular episodic show that they've already announced is also going to be live taped as opposed to, you know, pre-taped on a major cable network. The only thing that hmm. makes me argue that is, um, I mean, traditional cable is virtually dead. Like, yes. They're bleeding. Yes. People that are like cutting the cord every single day. And, and just wait until Disney Plus comes out. Holy that's fuck. That's the only thing that makes me... Like a million per I'll, week. I'll agree with that, but true, but true wrestling fans will seek out a live product. Um, arguably, <laughs> right now, the best product out there is the WWE minor leagues, which is NXT, and that is typically taped once a month. They'll do a, a taping. And then so you have a month's worth of stuff that's, you know, I could watch a show tomorrow night that was taped a month ago. And I could probably go online and find the spoilers of it and know what already happened. Why isn't wrestling on streaming right now? I think they're missing out. They have the WWE Network. Yeah, the WWE Network. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, have it on Netflix, have it on Hulu, have it on Amazon Prime. That everyone Pop has, because like every single that day, would help. Them when we come, so when much. I come home, my wife gets home like fifteen minutes before I do every day. Seth Meyers is playing from last night, you know, uh-huh. because, because I th- of Hulu. Because I think the live product trumps a no. pre-tape something on Netflix. No, no. If you want to catch up, if you want to get involved, if you want to like binge watch wrestling, so you yeah, get really, you that really. On there. I mean, if like you get really, really. And wrapped in and also the going whole, back and rewatching. But I would yes, I would argue. I think it would take you in more. The thing that I would argue on that is that NXT, which is the the minor mm-hmm. league product, next they're on they're on a streaming service. That's the only way you can watch them. They they don't have they're not on regular TV, and I don't watch it because it's easier for me to turn on my. TV on Monday night and watch something that's live, and I'm 
not don't yes yeah I'm an hour behind typically because I'm watching it at eight o'clock and not seven, but as opposed to something that was taped three weeks ago. Yes, but if they were on Netflix, if they were on Hulu, they're on Amazon Prime. But they're not going to be live then. No, they're. Oh, they're you definitely could be. You said they're streamed on they're already. Capable. Next is right, but but. I think there's a difference between a network that can stream live and a network like Amazon oh. or Net or Netflix well, no, that dude, is Amazon doing I, filmed content. I watch football with um, British people. Yes, talking. That's, that's right. right. Amazon yes. did do that. But yes. when when WWE launched their network, they used the people that designed the MLB network because MLB had the most experience at streaming live. Okay. Um, I think I think for the for the wrestling fan, the biggest factor is the live thing. If you go back to the 90s when wrestling was at its peak mm-hmm. and they were drawing, you know, nearly 4 Ready million viewers a week, crowds. which any any show today that could draw 4 million viewers a week would be, you know, how many people watch Game of Thrones in a week, Tim? 18 million. Is that what it is? Yeah. Damn. Example to your point. I'm sorry, but you know what I mean, though. Yes. Um, I think part of the the deal of that was the fact that you never knew one week from the next who was going to show up because guys were jumping from one brand to another when their contracts were expiring. You didn't have the internet that was ruining it for you. But I think that's what we're going to see in the fall when you're going to have a raw. A WWE product live on Monday night, and then you're going to have this AEW product live on Tuesday night, and then you're going to have another WWE product live on Friday nights. You're going to have guys that in literally in the 90s, you would have a guy that would be live on one product one night, and then his contract would expire, and the next week he's on the other product. And I Mm -hmm. think that surprise element is what Yes. Gets people to watch. I was trying to explain this to Colton. In 1999, when an episode of Raw or an episode of WCW Nitro would mm-hmm. end, you were literally left like with a cliffhanger that you couldn't wait to tune into the next week to see what but they were doing next. That, that's not how the younger audience is anymore. You know, they they don't they don't want that. What? There's yeah. cliffhangers on everything. Seriously though, all, there's cliffhangers th- every this, week on something. That's what keeps you coming I'm, back. I'm just saying, the younger you are, the more you want it like right away. Yeah. They like they binge watch more than anybody else. Right. The market is changing for sure, <clears throat> but don't say that there aren't cliffhangers week to week on. No, I said that wrong. TV shows. I said that wrong. Sorry, but I'm just saying it's it's you can't. The market, the younger market, they don't you'll you lose them more than than anything if you do that. Yeah, but I think that the majority of your wrestling audience right now is at that age where they would still rather see a live TV product than something pre-taped. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying that yeah. as an opinion. Yeah. But I mean, go ahead and advertise something as live that'll that's so unique nowadays that it'll draw a lot more people like snl is now live coast to coast meaning on the west coast it starts at like eight. Oh, okay okay <laughs> i can't truly believe live. that no i delay. forgot about this but i wanted to bring this up 
as long as we're talking about wrestling, on June 16th, I want to have our first official uh, off-site show. Okay. I'm in. Uh, June 16th? June 16th. Okay. I can probably do it. Town and Country Chaos. Being held at Town and Country Tavern. Sorry, no, it's being held at the Broken Spoke Saloon in Morgan, Minnesota. Yeah, wasn't it the city and country? But it's, I think it's, is that when their Town and Country Days is? Isn't it city and country days? No, it's town and country. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's city country days, by the way. Is that what it is? Yeah. But this is called Town and Country Chaos. Okay. Uh, they are having an independent pro wrestling show in at the Broken Spoke Saloon in. on June sixteenth, yes. starting at two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh my and, god! And who's the band? Johnny Home Band playing oh, that night. Yeah. We are gonna have us a many of bush lights. It's gonna be a wonderful time. <laughs> so I have the poster for it, and I'll put it out on the. We're all going on the that. Instagram. And Andy should come down. For I that. don't recognize. That's Father's Day weekend. Any of these guys? Who cares? Just, no, just give everyone a reference. That's Father's Day weekend because City Country Days are Father's Day weekend. Okay. But apparently, this show is going to be on Channel Forty Five. Forty Five. What? And it's going to be on their YouTube channel, and it's sponsored by KLGR. It's AWF Wrestling at Town & Country we Days. We need press passes. Oh, yeah. We need press passes immediately. Yes. Like, we need to get four press passes. Yes. I think this one guy is Eric Ga- Eric Bannon, but I'm not quite sure. So I'll check into getting us press passes. No, not check in. You're going to get I'll press passes for us. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I heard a, I heard a little rumbling about this, and I'm like, fucking right. I really? saw the Johnny poster Holmes? in Winthrop of all places okay. today. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, on that, we'll end it. Okay. Can I just say the main yeah, event is JDX up? versus Super Thunderfrog. Stay tuned for more. Hey, guys, make sure to leave us a five-star review, please. It puts asses in the seats. In a cancer of it, 30 whole years to get this